Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. On November 11th, join us for Benzinga's 7th Annual FinTech Awards. It's going to be a day full of networking, deal-making, and recognition of incredible achievements that you won't want to miss. GM Zingers, my name is Logan Ross. I'd like to welcome you to Flight 57 aboard the Moon or Bust rocket ship, your home for all things altcoins and DeFi. On today's show, we will be diving into the charts on Floki Inu, Bitcoin, Ethereum, all of your favorite coins, exploring the Polkaverse, uh, and maybe checking out the Graph Protocol if we have time. Uh, I am joined today by the two co-hosts with the most, Brian Moore and Ryan McNamara. Brian, you first. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing great because of Ryan's sweater. That's what's keeping <laughs> me alive right now. Ryan, where'd you find that, John? I found it at Target. So, I mean, shout out to Target. Really? It's, it's pretty dope. Already got Drake. A couple compliments on it today. First time I brought it out for the season. Pretty hype. I got some compliments. Thank you very much, Logan. Damn, I need to hit up Target, huh? You do. So we got a lot of people here in the chat, lots of Vikings looking like. Uh, if you guys are here from the OG Floki episode from a couple of Fridays ago, let us know in the chat below. Uh, and also, if, if, that's what, if that's new, if you're pretty new around here, uh, we appreciate you, you tuning in and coming back uh, to Moon or Bust. If you're not subscribed to the channel yet, make sure you subscribe to Benzinga and, and also the Benzinga Crypto channel okay this is the new wave this is where everything is going we're gonna move over uh to that channel pretty soon here so make sure you guys are sub if you're not already especially if you just want that crypto content that's the place to be uh also you could join the moon or bus community on telegram and if you do we will toss you a 25 percent off discount code on the moon or bus swag if you want that floki inu hat you could get it for 25 percent off all you got to do is ask for the code in the telegram that's like uh, what seven dollars off. You, you could probably get yourself like a hundred million Floki Inu tokens with that amount of money saved. <laughs> That's a very good point you make there. You don't want to miss out on, on those type of savings, those millions and millions of Flokies of savings. Uh, and, and also, what you don't want to miss out on is our Twitters. That's the best place to connect with us. Hit us up. Uh, besides that, that Telegram. If you want to just talk to us, hit us up uh, and see what happens. You'd never know. Uh, with that out of the way, let's get right into the news. So the first thing we're going to talk about today is the Bitcoin ETF. Man, we've been waiting a long time for this. Somebody play a long time by Playboy Cardi. Uh, and also, Ryan, tell us about the Bitcoin futures ETF. Yeah, sure thing. So the SEC just approved the first Bitcoin ETF. Now, this isn't a normal Bitcoin ETF. It is a Bitcoin futures ETF. So it did catch a little bit of flack on Twitter for not being a normal ETF. But if I had to guess, I would say that normal Bitcoin ETFs are probably coming very soon, considering that this Bitcoin futures ETF is now approved. Now, this is ProShares Bitcoin ETF, and it'll start trading tomorrow, Tuesday morning under ticker BITO. So this is really exciting. I think this is going to bring a lot of new retail and institutional investors into Bitcoin. So I'm excited to see this. What do you guys think? Is this bullish for Bitcoin? I mean, B-I-T-O, I'm going to need a bit of that price action. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's super bullish for Bitcoin, in my opinion. Yeah, I think we saw that reflected in the price, too. As soon as this was announced, we went from about what, $58,000 all the way up to $62,000. And now we're holding above 60K, which is absolutely fabulous in my opinion. I think that we're looking extremely bullish, but we will get into that technical analysis of Bitcoin and Floki Inu and a few other cryptocurrencies later on in the show. So stay tuned for that. Most definitely. And if you're just tuning in, uh, just got redirected from the other show. This is Mooner Bust, your home for all things altcoins and DeFi. Today, we're going to be doing a little bit of technical analysis, a little bit of on-chain analysis. We're going to be bringing you that high-value content, uh, so make sure you stick around. And if you're enjoying the content, hey, consider tossing us a like. It would really help out a lot. 
Uh, so on that Bitcoin ETF news, I mean, the price, it, it really shot up. I think that, what is there? There's like a, a couple billion dollars in the Grayscale Trust, uh, and which I think is like an, 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 an inferior product in comparison to an ETF. I think a lot more people are going to be interested in the ETF and we'll see way more money uh, that, than is in the Grayscale product right now flow into that ETF. So we can expect billions of dollars uh, to have the possibility to flow in and more than likely... I suspect it will. Uh, so let's really get into the charts. Um, I'm going to turn off my air conditioner real quick. That's annoying. <clears throat> One thing is uh, what you just said about um, it being better than Grayscale. I, I absolutely agree with that. It's it's a much superior you know, ETF product, if you will, than what Grayscale offers. So I think that's awesome. And I don't really like the Grayscale what they have going on. Not well, did you guys see the news that I don't know if it was Michael Saylor who said it or somebody from GPTC, but they said that they would actually convert some of their shares from that trust into an ETF if they had the ability to do so. So I think that mm -hmm. speaks to how much better ETF would be for Bitcoin and just the overall demand for an ETF for Bitcoin yeah. and other crypto currencies. Yeah, I also think this is bullish for an Ethereum ETF, uh, but we can get into that a little bit later. So here's the chart. For the BTC Perpetual Futures contract, these are the daily candles we got right here. So I'm going to zoom way out just so we could get a little bit of perspective here. Maybe I'll flip it over to the weekly candles so we can talk about this historic close. Uh, yeah, so Ryan, why don't, why don't you tell us about this weekly close that we just did last night? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was actually the highest weekly close we've ever had for Bitcoin. So another extremely bullish signal. But Logan, what is this all about? Did you draw a, a line on the chart that didn't play out? Wasn't there supposed to be resistance at, at $59,000? In fact, I did draw a line that was incorrect, and I have never been happier to be wrong. Okay, so this line right here, I, I was preparing myself and, and the viewers for the worst, uh, which would, would not really be that bad. I, I suspected that we might see some resistance uh, along this 59k line that, that we hovered around for so long uh, in the first half of the year but then the bitcoin futures etf was announced and we just completely ignored it completely blasted through and set the highest weekly close of all time ryan could you mute i can hear myself yeah uh so this is where we are now. We closed this weekly candle last week uh, and the next weekly candle started uh, obviously just right after and it's already a little bit green. We did see it wick down, slight correction, uh, but that really was not sustained. So I am happy to be wrong here. Uh, and Ryan, I'm curious to hear, how would you change my chart, my lines from, from this point? Man, Logan, it's really hard to tell. I mean, like you said, we had the highest weekly candle closed for Bitcoin ever in the history of Bitcoin. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Lines right now are pretty hard to tell. I think we will be entering price discovery mode pretty soon here. And mm -hmm. once that happens, I mean, we're off to the races. Hopefully we'll mm -hmm. see a 70 or $80,000 Bitcoin soon. I mean, I'm extremely bullish right now. What I'm hoping for, though, is we see 70 to $80,000 and then we kind of level out for a while. And the reason I say that is mostly mm -hmm. because of my NFT positions. I think that we do <laughs> need uh, a few months once we go to new all-time highs where we can level out. I think that's the time where NFTs will get really bullish, especially with Coinbase having this new new platform out for NFTs. Uh -huh. As over 2 million users signed up on the waitlist. I think that's extremely bullish for NFTs. But I just don't know if that price action will be there for non-fungible tokens until we see Bitcoin and Ethereum and these other major cryptocurrencies slow down. So that's what I'll be waiting for. And hopefully we'll get that sideways movement maybe in a month or two and that's when hopefully the nfts will start to go crazy again mm -hmm. yeah and before that coinbase announcement uh i would have been pretty like bearish overall on nfts because people follow the volatility and when eth is ripping they want to get they want to get out of their nfts they want to get their eth back so they can be a part of that volatility uh but now with the coinbase nft platform we're going to see millions and millions of people get access to to buying these assets that they didn't really know how to before they didn't really know how to navigate metamask or OpenSea, despite the fact that they have millions of dollars in crypto uh, that they'd be interested in spending on these products whether they realize it or not i think the two million dollars is pretty promising or the two million uh, uh beta so signups yep. yeah it is very promising and so my uh my view on, on the general 
market of NFTs has has flipped from bearish to you know pretty extremely bullish at this point. So I'm going to be delisting most of of my NFTs. Uh, and that that in conjunction with Twitter verifying ownership of NFTs and having your very own collectible page on your Twitter profile, I mean, this is setting up for an incredibly bullish scenario with NFTs. And I completely agree, Logan. I'm very bullish on NFTs moving forward. Yeah, I'm very excited because the, these people that are coming in through Coinbase, most of them won't have CryptoPunk money, uh, but a lot of them will have like the the sub 10 ETH money. Uh, and we'll see if they're willing to spend it or not. Maybe not right off the bat, but once they get this uh, exposure to them, once they see them, they're, they're going to be more used to them. They're going to be more aware of them. They're going to start noticing them all over the place uh, and they're going to get some FOMO. So uh, we got a couple of good questions in the chat. No family wants to know how will Coinbase NFT affect Polygon Matic crypto? Uh, it's hard to say if it will have a direct impact. I mean, we're seeing a lot of uh, like cheap to mint NFTs coming in on Polygon these days. And it, it, we don't really know if Coinbase is going to add them. We don't know a whole lot about the Coinbase NFT platform at this point. So we will get back to you on that in the future. Great question, though. Uh, yeah, I think it. I that. think it really depends on how Coinbase actually goes about implementing this NFT platform. Because if it is a DeFi platform, kind of like OpenSea, where you do have to spend high gas prices to buy any NFT on the platform, then I think that's bullish for Polygon. But on the other hand, right now Coinbase kind of acts like a layer two because you're not transacting on chain, so you're not spending Ethereum gas fees every time you trade Ethereum. So potentially it could be the same way with NFTs. They could hold custody of your NFTs like they do with your crypto assets, and then if that's the case you won't be paying these high gas fees which could potentially be bearish for for polygon mm -hmm. and and also bullish for ethereum nfts that's a good point i did not yep. think about that before hopefully their customer service will improve i think they just uh, yeah they just made live support yeah which is yeah. i'd hate hate to do that but it's about damn time <laughs> though yeah well robin hood's doing it too i mean instead of just getting having to do those articles yeah most definitely. So, I mean, I still think we could we could see uh, this new all time high hit well before uh, my prediction line here, which is like November eighth. Uh, I, I think it could happen in the next week, to be honest. But it also uh, could take a month. Either way, uh, I'm gonna remain very very bullish. Yeah, I think I uh, I said it would happen at the end at the beginning of next year. Which is, it's still a possibility. I, I hope to be wrong on that. That'd be one thing I'd be happy to be wrong on. All right. I'm going to need all the Vikings in the chat to blow it up right now. We have your favorite coin doing some technical analysis on it for you. If this is what you're here for, smash the like and drop a comment to let us know. Uh, but here is the chart. I will pass it over to you, Brian. What do you think about Floki's technicals? It uh, looks a lot like Bitcoin, really, in the chart we just saw. <clears throat> I uh, I kind of like it. I, I think that there is there's some depth to it, and there's still. I mean, we're we're pushing those uh, you know all time highs, so it's kind of risky to jump in now. But if you're in it, you know, there's no reason not to hold it for a little bit. It's got plenty of room to grow, plenty of room to, you know. Just keep on going, mooning. There's really no stopping it. I'm seeing like a penny or a dollar, you know, like Doge. That's ridiculous. But you know, it's still, it's healthy at least. It's not all the way down like a bunch of other, you know, shit coins. Yeah, I mean, I think if you got into Floki pre-September before this huge pump, it's probably a good time to take at least some profits out of the table. But I mean, we're still below a billion dollar market cap. And like we saw with Shiba Inu and Dogecoin, I mean, these types of meme coins can absolutely rip. And I mean, I don't think it's looking necessarily bearish just yet. Logan drew this upwards channel, which I think does look bullish. And I'd, I'd agree with this is something that I would I'd look at if I were trading this coin. One thing I'd point out here, though, is we didn't get another higher high after one, two, three, then we got one lower high. So that might be a little bit bullish based on some technical analysis. But I mean, we could still put in a higher high right now. We have two daily candles that are deep in the green. So we really only need about one or two more of these green daily candles. And I think as mm -hmm. long as the cryptocurrency market remain bullish, that would be a pretty easy feat to conquer. <clears throat> here. Would you guys uh, would, would you guys say it's in price discovery at this point? Yeah, 100%. It's at new all-time highs, right? It's close. I mean, kind of. 
I mean, we've been we've it's been getting there. We've been around this range how many times? So I mean, we haven't really definitively broke out of this channel. I think that's when price discovery would happen because we have been up in this price range maybe a week ago, and then again two weeks ago and three weeks ago. So it's not like we got up to those all-time highs and then absolutely ripped through into price discovery mode. Yeah, I, mean, uh, but I would consider this price discovery right here as yeah. when we entered the mode, and then we obviously we just ripped, and now it's just kind of in the in this type of channel. Um, but we, we could see like a second leg or, or a second wave of price discovery for sure. Yeah, maybe put up the weekly candles and see if we can infer anything <clears> from that. One thing to mention too is, <clears throat> sorry, Floki is not on, it's pretty much still on DEXs. I mean, it's on gate gate IO, but that's pretty hard to get to if you're at least in the US. Um, so I think if it gets onto a, you know, one of the major, one of the bigger, Centralized exchanges, that's a whole different story, at least off Gate.io. I don't like Gate.io. That is a good point. So, I mean, this is really hard to infer anything from being that Floki Inu is such a new coin. We only have so much data to work with. But, I mean, right away, I would I would go to Elliott Wave Theory to make my predictions here. I use Elliott Wave Theory sometimes when I swing trade. And it essentially, it consists of three impulse waves, either up or down, and then two corrective waves the opposite way. Uh, it has to do with the psychology of trading. You can see this market structure in Bitcoin and Ethereum. I think it works the best for speculative assets because it does have to do with the psychology of trading instead of just valuation. So uh, from this, I would see one impulse wave going up maybe in, in August and then the first corrective wave down. And then we had our third impulse wave up that lasted from the beginning of September, that big one right there. And then another corrective wave down. Uh, and then maybe right now we're on our last fifth wave up to see new all-time highs yep i could definitely see that i could also see that we need one more down corrective wave but it also could have been this wick so yep. we could be on the way up and we could continue through this channel uh still very very risky uh speculative asset right here it, it should be noted that the the first two uh lead developers of floki who did abandon the project uh and their community uh, but now there is a third new developer, so hopefully that doesn't happen again. I personally find Floki to be out of my risk tolerance, uh, but that's just me. I could be missing out on an opportunity here. We got some questions in the chat about Cardano. Uh, Ryan, did you have something else to jump in about Floki, or should we hop over to the AI? Yeah, I was just going to note the different risk metrics. I think you bring up a good point, Logan. That is an extremely risky asset, very speculative, as are many cryptocurrencies, but I think there are a lot of nuances and risk in crypto that you have to be aware of. For example, smart contract failure and also centralization. So that is a good point you brought up, Logan, about those developers essentially rugging early on investors. So those are all risks that you have to keep in mind when investing. You know, you want to get good returns, but you also want to mitigate your risk as much as possible. <clears throat> Especially yeah. on something like a uh, that's pretty much only bought on a DEX. So anything that's only bought on a decentralized exchange, you you know. It, it, there's a, a lo much larger risk than there is on a centralized exchange. I think it's significantly larger totally. until it's, you know, put on one. Shout out plural use. We appreciate the like. If you're just tuning in, make sure to smash the like button and let us know what coins you want us to look at uh, today. And we don't talk about this to, to FUD Floki in any way. We just want to make sure you guys are aware of the risks uh, and, and that you're not putting too much of that portfolio into high-risk assets. got to be diversified. Uh, and if you want us to talk more about that, please let us know in the comments. So we got a couple comments about Cardano. The ADA used to stand for a dollar always. As we could see, <laughs> it was a dollar uh, for, for the longest period of time. It ripped up to, what, like two bucks here? Uh, two bucks, 30 cents chilled out for for that little corrective bear wave uh and now we saw it hit new all-time highs uh already this august at three dollars and about 10 cents depending on which exchange you're using since then it's been pretty chill uh ada seems to have the, this kind of interesting relationship to the rest of the market uh it kind of reminds me of Chainlink in that way uh how it kind of makes its own path um, but Ryan, what do you think uh, of the technicals, fundamentals? You got any comments here for Cardano? Yeah, 
I completely agree with you. I think it does move differently than a lot of other cryptocurrencies. Typically, um, most altcoins follow Bitcoin, whereas ADA kind of moves on its own. It kind of seems like not only is it similar to Chainlink, but I think it's almost like the XRP of this bull run. You know, you see Ooh. it kind of flat, you know, a dollar always until it's not. It's flat during when when everything else is bullish and you see Bitcoin and Ethereum rip. But then once those start to slow down, you see Cardano really catch up, make those same, if not better gains. So I wouldn't really be playing Cardano. For those of you who watch the show a lot, you know that I, I'm not a big supporter of Cardano just based on fundamentals. But if I were to invest in ADA, I wouldn't be doing it when the rest of the cryptocurrency market is moving. I would rather be in Ethereum or Bitcoin. And then once those go up, if I see Cardano still in the same range, it's pretty likely, in my opinion, that it will follow. It's just going to take a little bit of time. So if you're able to play the markets and you know catch the swings on Bitcoin and Ethereum and then maybe take some of those profits and put it into Cardano when it's relatively cheap compared to the rest of the market, I think that's how you play ADA. It's a good take. I like that take. <clears throat> and Brian, you told me earlier this morning that you were shifting your view on Cardano. <clears throat> Do you want to update us on that? Yeah. So uh, I'm. What I said was I, I I'm seeing what Ryan is seeing a little bit, and um, <clears throat> I'm getting kind of impatient with Cardano, more or less. Then I, I still have faith in it. I think it can be a really really awesome project. But I don't see as much movement as I, I want, like much movement in development as I would really like, um, or at least updates. And there's just there's a lot of stuff that's going on, or that's not going on that should be rather, in my opinion. Um, I think that Cardano does have a place, and I think that it it potentially can be one of you know it, it already is in the top ten, but can be something really amazing but i think there's projects coming out they're kind of going to surpass it and they cardano really needs to pick it up <clears throat> you know at least in you know marketing or not necessarily marketing but just start doing a lot more outreach and like bringing in all these other projects and start pushing development on their blockchain as opposed to the slow move in this like you know the slow and steady runs the race they kind of need to jump out the gate a little bit mm -hmm. And speaking of other projects that, that might be able to take some of that shine, uh, we have Nasser in the chat asking about 45 times for YFI. Uh, I saw you the first time, but we're going to do it anyways. <laughs> Appreciate all those comments, bro. Uh, so here we have Urine Finance. This is an early on DeFi protocol, one of the OGs in, in the DeFi space. Um, Ryan, do you want to talk to us about what you can do with, with Urine Finance before we get into the charts? Yeah, I actually haven't used Jordan Finance in a really long time. I actually hardly remember. It was back when DeFi was first really starting to boom early 2020 summer. Uh, but you're in finance. It's an interesting project. They have a lot of different vaults and essentially it's a way to stake your crypto and earn interest on it. So they interact with a lot of different decentralized applications throughout Ethereum's ecosystem. And it essentially manages your money for you, it optimizes your lending rate. So say, you know, there's three different programs that you can earn interest on DAI on and another three that you can earn interest on USDT on. It can take your stable coins, optimize for the best stable coin to be in at, at the certain moment and then optimize as well just the certain program on top of urine to earn that interest on. So it's a good way to earn interest with your cryptocurrency. Uh, it's really a blue chip in DeFi. And I like the project. I think that one of the problems urine finance has is simply its price. And we, we saw that when it shut up the $90,000. If you guys remember, uh, back in May, urine finance actually did this thing about unit bias. So unit bias is when investors flock towards cheap coins, say like one cent or less, because they think that there's higher potential gains to be made. Uh, so what they did is they made their token, their urine finance token, interchangeable with Woofy token uh, at a rate of, I think it was one to a million. So that token was much, much cheaper. And due to that, a lot of new investors came in, you know, thinking there's higher potential upsides because the token is so cheap, even though it shares the same market cap with urine finance. Uh, and just because of that, their token went from about $60,000 up to $95,000 at its peak on that day. I think that says a lot about the, the people that are investing in the crypto space. Uh, they, they have a lot of unit bias, it appears, and this example, uh, this experiment kind of goes to show that. And I think the dog coins also uh, lend a lot to, to saying something about the unit bias. Um, but as just like a general uh, piece of advice, make sure you check out the market cap. That means uh, everything and the price per coin means absolutely nothing because there could be 
uh, one coin on one project and 10 trillion on another. So make sure you're checking out the market cap. That's what you want to be looking at. So for, for this, we're seeing urine still below the, the uh, bull market support band, kind of popped above it real quick, came back down. Uh, and if we could see a breakout, if we could see it come up, uh, come up and hold the bull market support band, I would be very bullish uh, on urine at that point. Yeah, I think that's a, a good place to look, Logan. And if we do hold that as support and we can break above that bull market support band, my price target would be around one Bitcoin. For the longest time, you're in finance, followed Bitcoin really closely and was actually about the same price. So even back just a month or two ago when Bitcoin was around $35,000, $40,000, you're in finance was really similar. We just haven't seen that price appreciation that I would have liked to see with urine since then. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. So we got we got Zuck in the chat. Good old Zuck. <laughs> He's still holding his Cardano. So am I, man. Uh, yeah, it's says, not, that's not the, a bad thing. If the people can believe in it that it, and it, be, it can become true, I mean, yeah, just take a look at Bitcoin. It, it has very little use for, for retail, especially when compared to Ethereum. But people believe in it. They believe in it as a store of value. So that adds a lot of, of value. Remember, cryptos are very speculative. So we'll keep that uh, in mind going forward. So Jonathan wants to know about Bento Box on SushiSwap. We'll get there. But first, we want to talk to... Martin, who is looking at Aave. I'm a big fan of Aave. This is a decentralized lending protocol uh, built on Ethereum that's also active on a few other blockchains. Uh, let's pull up the Aave perp, maybe. So we got the weekly candles here. We see Aave did very uh, quite a, kind of sort of similar thing to year in finance. Uh, it's interesting that these blue chip uh DeFi altcoins are kind of lagging behind it could be uh could be a good time to get in right now not financial advice but Aave is a great protocol from from a fundamental perspective um Ryan do you want to add anything about the the chart or Aave in general no I really like Aave I think that we hold similar beliefs about the protocol but it is a little bit concerning to me I know the DeFi tokens in general just haven't seen the traction they did at the beginning of the bull run if you guys remember back to early January or even right before that in November and December, all these DeFi tokens absolutely ripped. There was a mania throughout DeFi and everyone was using these programs and they still have a lot of total value locked, but I'm not sure if the second half of the bull market is going to hold the same sentiment about DeFi tokens as the first did. You know, now there's a, a big focus on NFTs and there's a big focus on smart contract platforms like Solana and Cardano and Polkadot. So I, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. I'm still bullish, and I think it's a great product. <clears throat> I don't think it's going anywhere. Yeah, it's definitely I, I think not it's going just going to grow. I don't, I don't think yeah. it's going anywhere either. It's just going to get better and better. Uh, Same with so, urine and curve. Yep. So shout out, Martin. Made my day with this comment. Best crypto show I've seen. So glad to hear that, bro. We put in the work. Uh, so if you're enjoying it, thank you. Appreciate yeah, thanks, it. Make, make sure to subscribe and like if you haven't, if you're just tuning in and drop your coins in the chat and we could take a look at them. So we got some other uh, some other mentions. Should we do the uh, bento box on sushi swab now? Yeah, are you familiar with it, Logan? I know bento, I know that it's kind of like a urine vault, right? Is it? I, I wasn't sure. I always confuse all the different programs on sushi swap. It might be the token launch pad, but we can definitely look and check it out right now. See, it's cool that they have all these like sushi type of names, but like I can't even keep my my food straight, let alone all these DeFi products. <laughs> Miso, right? show you bento box. It gets confusing, man. <sighs> all right, well that's loading. I'm gonna look at the chart for sushi here. I do hold some sushi personally. Pretty bullish on it. I mean, when it first forked from Uniswap. I thought it was just a ripoff, but they continue to innovate uh, and, and create novel products and novel experiences. So uh, they have one, my favor and my investment. So here's the chart on it. It's kind of doing the same thing as these other blue chips we've been looking at. Uh, but if you want to talk about the bento box, that's something we could definitely do. Uh, maybe. maybe <laughs> See, I, and then they use normal terms up in the navigation tab and then you yeah click right. throw, and then throwing me all off yeah x sushi kashi farm migrate where's the bento box bro 
right. If one of you guys could could find that for me, uh, or yeah, drop like okay. a link in the chat, that would be awesome. <clears throat> so, you want to pull up the price chart? Yes. Here Sweet. you go. I mean, we had a really clean bounce off of that bull market support band, which is really promising, in my opinion. We didn't break mm. through the top one just yet, but I think that this is another bullish token. This is one of the ones I've been accumulating over about the past month, just trying to dollar cost average in below $10. I think that those days may be past us now. We're at $10.76, and we went all the way up to around $14. But if Sushi does go back down to right around $10 or below, I'll pick up some more. I'm very bullish on it, Logan. I, again, I have the same opinion as you. Uh, back when DeFi summer started, you know, it was really just a copy of Uniswap, and now they have a ton of different products like Bento Box, like Shoyu, uh, and like a, a bunch of other programs that they have on their DAP. Mm -hmm. And Jenny wants to know any good Moonshot coins. I'd say this might be one of them. And it depends about what type of returns you want to make. Because Sushi's like probably the 70th or 80th largest cryptocurrency by market cap. And if, you're, if your thesis is that Ethereum's going to go to $10,000 or $15,000 and that Bitcoin's going to go to $120,000 plus, then those are already two to three Xs from the current prices. And as you go down in market cap, you're going to find higher returns if the bull market plays out. So I would expect Sushi to have between 5 to 10x its current prices once we get to the peak of this market cycle. Uh, that is if this bull market cycle is not over just yet. So it really depends on, on your thesis of the market and the returns that you expect. You know, If your moonshot's 100x, you'll probably have to go down, take on more risk with an even smaller altcoin. But if you're just looking for a 5 to 10x, I think you could find that within the top 100 cryptocurrencies. <clears throat> so I figured out what uh, Bento Box and Cashy, I figured all that how that works out so the bent yeah 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 gotcha the bento box is uh actually the smart contract that you use to uh lock tokens to pull them um the kashi is the lending platform so whenever you go to the sushi swap page you're actually you're using kashi you're using the lending which is called kashi and whenever you pull or um lock um your tokens you're you're putting it into the bento box smart contract. So the UI will soon reflect how that all looks and acts, but right now it's just on the back end. So it's almost like a urine finance. <clears throat> yeah. And so uh, you, and other, other projects will be able to use Kashi. I mean, be able to use bento box for their, you know, um, their vaults or their stool pooling and all that stuff and staking. Um, but right now the only place that it, it is available is the Kashi lending which is, you know, through the Sushi app. There you go. All right. So Nasser's asking if he has any good tips for beginners. So uh, I indeed do. What you want to do is head over to Benzinga.com slash money slash crypto, baby. And this is the spot for all beginners to get started. Uh, we also have a DeFi 101 course that Ryan and I put together. Uh, where you can uh, figure out how to turn cash into DeFi tokens uh, and really get your hands on. Uh, that will give you everything you need to know. That's linked right here. Uh, we also have all of these articles that Ryan and I wrote, so make sure you go check them out as well. And, uh, and oh, look, it's your favorite show, Moon or Bust. We also have a sick NFT show. If you guys haven't checked out the roadmap, you definitely need to get on that. But yeah, that is is my one tip for beginners. Benzinga.com slash money slash crypto. I will drop it in the chat for you right there. Gotcha. Um, Alrighty. Oh, well, fine. <laughs> twice the help. As nice. Links. You can pick either one as long as you pick mine. That's right. <laughs> Choose okay, wisely. So what other coins do we have? We, got we haven't talked That's about Ethereum yet. We could do that. Uh, or we could go over to Glassnode, try and do some technical analysis and some on-chain analysis together. Uh, this is an idea for an upcoming show we might be putting out on the Benzinga Crypto YouTube channel. So stay tuned for that. Let us yes. know if you like it. But we should get to that probably pretty soon here if we're going to do some on-chain analytics. Yeah, that's one way um, we can actually look at, you know, some of the activity on Cardano versus Ethereum and see why it's being like someone in the chat mentioned that 
<clears throat> one of the reasons Cardona isn't moving because it's kind of bottlenecked from the um, the block sizes and how many transactions are being had and all that kind of stuff. So that'd be interesting to look at at least and see from a visual perspective. Yo, Justin has uh, a comment here. Any recs for a cold wallet? Oh, Didn't I say I was going to give away a treasure a hardware wallet today on the oh, show. Boy. And oh, I forgot boy. to get that. I'm going to go run to my desk, grab that wallet. You guys, you know, start doing some promos. Tell them to follow me on Twitter. I'm giving away this wallet, you know, right straight from John G's desk, right out of my own pockets. Let me go grab it real quick. Uh, okay, so I want to point you guys over to the Benzinga Crypto YouTube channel real quick. It's the top link in the description. And also, Martin, we totally do have swag. It is also linked in the description below. We got some crazy stuff. Let me just pull it up for you. Uh, you could check it out. And also, if you join our Telegram, also linked in the description, you should really go check out that description. I'm telling you guys. Uh, if you join our Telegram and ask for a 25% off discount code, we will give it to you. And you can buy any of our merch for millions of Floki cheaper than if you didn't have the discount code. <laughs> this is my personal favorite right here, the ETH dad hat. Yeah. I wore this for like literally six months straight when it came out. Lately, I've been rocking the BTC one as it's been leading the market. Uh, but yeah, we got lots of cool ones like the, the liquidity provider. Uh, we got the HODL mob moon or bust. Uh, go check it all out. And hit us up on Telegram if you want that 25% off discount code. Speaking of giving out free money, Ryan is about to give out a $100, $150 cold wallet. So Justin asked if we have any recommendations for a cold wallet. Uh, I would say go with Ledger Nano X or the Trezor uh, Model T. These are both great options. We're going to be giving out the Trezor today. Uh, so... Well, let's. What should we do for? Right, for I mean, we got we got 222 people watching. I think that they at the very least need to subscribe to our new YouTube channel. Go give yep. Benzinga Crypto a follow. We'll be giving it away. Uh, what? Let's set the bar kind of low, but let, let's say 10 new subscribers, maybe 15 new subscribers, and 10 10 new followers on Twitter. That's not too much to ask, right? Check nope. us out on Twitter. Check out the Benzinga Crypto YouTube channel. I got my phone out. I'll give you guys shout outs, but I, I need to see 10 <laughs> followers, guys, before I give away this Trezor hardware wallet right. to one of you lucky viewers. I'm doubling down. I also am going to need to see these followers come through. Uh, and Ryan, we'll be, we'll be, you know, checking we'll on each other to yeah. make sure. Yeah, exactly. If I get, uh, if I get 10 Twitter followers by, by the end of this episode in 20 minutes, we will be giving away this Trezor hardware wallet. And, and that's some good odds right there. You know, 10% chance that you'll be getting this $100 Trezor hardware wallet to keep all of your cryptocurrency safe. Uh, if, if you don't do this, you know, you might get hacked. I might hack you. You never know. Uh, I've seen it happen. Me, send me your seed phrase on Twitter and I will hack you. <laughs> I'll set up your wallet for you. Uh, so you can go check out our Twitters. They're all linked in the description below, as well as the Benzinga crypto YouTube channel. Those are free for you to follow. And if you do it, if you're one of the people who actually takes the 30 seconds to do it, you could win this $150 hardware wallet. Uh, so go do it. Our, our and Twitter we'll handles are right next to our names too. Yes, so you can, exactly. you can just use that. We will check back towards the end of the episode to see if you guys came through. Uh, if we get at least 10, we will make the giveaway happen. So in the meantime, we have Toddler TV. Who, who is, uh, well, let, let, I actually want to pick the other comment that was a lot nicer. He said, uh, he said, he said, where is it? Aha, he said, great channel, guys. Thanks, Toddler TV. Uh, typically, I don't take investing advice from toddlers. Last time I did, I ended <laughs> up with $100,000 worth of baby food that didn't sell out like they told me it was going to. Uh, but we could maybe look at Shard anyways, just in case it's not a scam. All right, so here Give we it a go. Give We got Toddler's Pick of the Day, Shard. Uh, this is the 1,640th biggest coin. It has a market cap of $1.69 million. Uh, let's see what this app is all about. It's Binance Smart Chain. Uh, it's a cryptocurrency. That's very helpful. <laughs> all right, how oh, about we pull huh. up their website? All right, guys, I just got two followers. Thank you. I appreciate you. 
and we need eight more for this giveaway to happen. Guys, what the heck? You follow Logan and not me. I'm the one with the treasure yeah. wallet. Logan doesn't I have the treasure wallet in his head. I didn't get a follow either. Nope, I got I got this cooler yep, than you guys. This is just how it is. It's not my fault. Right. I think life. it's just because uh it's just that sweater, man. It probably is, yeah. <laughs> you should get double the That's follows. Drake. I already follow him. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so maybe toddler, if you want to uh, tell us what this this app is about, it says it's decentralizing the future, which means a whole lot of nothing. Uh, strong, innovative ecosystem. You hear that, guys? It's it's very strong. You should buy it. Just kidding. Not financial advice. This looks very sus to me and, and is a hundred percent a very very high risk. This falls in the highest risk asset class of cryptocurrencies. So that says a lot. Just be careful. Uh, I would not consider buying this one myself. Well, look at the total supply too. Uh, yes, only eight percent of it is circulating right now, so that means the eighty or ninety-two percent is probably sitting around in, in the devs' wallets for them to dump on you later down the road. But you know, but, I'm not you sure. know I didn't read the white paper yet. Yeah, like I was about to say, Logan, that's a lot of assuming there because there are a lot of projects out there that only have like ten percent of their supply out. So. It's not instantly a red flag, but you definitely need to make sure that they have a plan as to how to issue these new tokens because the majority of the tokens still aren't issued. So make sure that they have a long-term plan, hopefully over at least five to 10 years to issue all those new tokens. And hopefully it's in a way that's fair and equitable to people within the ecosystem. Um, but yeah, Logan brings up a really good point. It's super high risk, especially something this low in market cap, just $2 million, not even $2 million. So I mean, it really depends what your financial goals are. If you have a few hundred dollars that you're willing to completely lose for the chance to make maybe, you know, $10,000 plus if it really takes off, you know, that's great. But you really do have to take into account that risk. And when you get to these really small cryptocurrencies, there's a lot bigger chance that it just doesn't follow the market in general. So even if the entire market 5X is from here, there's a good chance that, you know, some of these smaller altcoins just don't do anything. I think in general, the top 100 to top 200 will move up with the market. But once you get smaller than that, it's really a moonshot and there's no telling where it goes. You know, looking at this white paper, I might have to backtrack uh, on a couple of my assumptions. This doesn't really look like uh, a scam. It just looks like a very small blockchain interoperability project, uh, especially like it looks like it reminds me of Cosmos is going on with my computer, bro. All right. I'm it does look a lot like Cosmos, crazy. <clears throat> which there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. That, um, there's a lot of projects that can enter. Uh, was it like live side by side with each other, especially inoperability projects? Because I think we all kind of agree that the future is inoperability blockchains. So mm-hmm. you know, totally. it could have something have like Shard digital. finds its place and has a niche of different altcoins that are supported in its ecosystem. It might be easier for Cosmos or Polkadot to just integrate Shard or, or a token like that to have access to all those other mm-hmm. smaller blockchains within it. So, I mean, it could be a smart play. I haven't looked into enough to really give a verdict on it, but interesting. Thanks for that, toddler. All right. So, yeah, no, that, that is actually a, a, a better pick. I might start after listening to toddlers more often. Uh, so God bless and love all has spammed us. Bro, you gotta chill out real quick. Uh, and if you can't tell us why we should be investing in SafeMoon, then then don't tell us to invest in SafeMoon. I want to hear one. We just gave all the reasons to, why not to. Too much volume to increase. Market cap is huge, high. Buy it before it's too late. Hurry. You know, I don't really hear anything that, that's very convincing to me. I need some some technological explanations. Uh, otherwise, you gotta get out of here with that spam, bro. Oh, that's all exactly right, why I would invest into it. 300k in safe moon full send let's go <laughs> uh yeah bro safe moon is is definitely like a slow rug uh like a pyramid scheme ponzi scheme and like i don't say that to fud but like there's a lot better projects out there that you could be putting your money into that's all i gotta say about that i'll say safe moon did not did start uh a trend we'll say that they, they did, did they, start something they 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 held on to it, and they uh, definitely made a fad. I'll, I'll okay, agree to that. Let me just pull up the chart, and we'll find out if, if the safe moon investors are indeed safely on the moon yet because I'm not buying it. Uh, I think they're about, about the same as they were. Let's see. Let's see. Is God bless capping, or is the volume 
too, too much volume to increase. Market cap is huge high. Let's see. $1 billion market cap. God help us. Uh, that is a lot of money, though. The chart's so wild, it can't even load. <laughs> Safe Moon Exchange. Safe Moon NFTs. Safe Moon V2, a.k.a. three new ways to slowly steal your money. Uh, okay, so here's I mean, the at chart. least it's not down. It's sideways, but it's not down. <laughs> what? What, bro? It's down astronomical. Bro. I meant like it is about? not. It's not collapsed. Well, if you go uh, to like the three month like chart, you'll probably see a, a better visualization of what's happening. And yeah, I mean, it is pretty flat. But you have to remember, it's down what eighty percent from its all time highs, maybe even more. So, I mean, anything's going to look relatively flat once you've already lost eighty percent of the token's value. There's only so exactly. much more moves to make after that, really. Exactly. And here's so the deal with like these types of things. So whenever a, a project says like, and Floki, Shiba, a, a few of these others have also do this, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's something you really want to take in consideration. They say, we're going to have an exchange. We're going to have a metaverse. We're going to have a wallet. We're going to have this, this, and that. And SafeMoon has a wallet and a few other things, yes. But all these projects say, we're going to have this, this, and that. But they do that as they make money and they pull money from the project to build these things out. And you got to think about it in the terms of some of the top 10 projects that we use like daily, like uh, the graph or Ethereum, for example, they had all that stuff built before they didn't need the money to build it from the from the coin itself, from the crypto. The product is the their token or coin is not the product. Their product is what their technology can do in some of these other projects their product is the coin it's the high yield um high return the the reinvesting in you know fees and all that stuff that's the product and personally in my opinion i don't like those kinds of projects because it they do they are pyramid schemes instead of having a real world use case yeah a lot mm -hmm. of these projects want to go build them out but you know some of them aren't really built yet they just say yeah we're gonna do it trust us all right, so I'm at nine followers gained. If I could get one more follower, we will drop the question for the uh, Trezor Hardware Wallet, $150 that we will be giving away. Uh, and so let me come up with a question. I just need one more follower. Uh, I wish Hot Stocks Luke Jacoby. Oh, I got some followers. Cool. All right, I got to think of a good wallet-related trivia question. Uh, thank you, Troyan. We appreciate it, and we hope you are quick with the trivia to win uh, the reward. And we will be checking the the first correct answer before we announce that someone said it. We will be making sure. I, I got uh, a question ready. Oh, you got a, You got a question? Ready? You I guys want the puppy? Ready. I'll get the puppy. Good, good, good. All right. So, boom! I got it. Ten followers. Let's get this going. All right, guys, if you haven't already subscribed to the Benzinga Crypto YouTube channel, please do that before me. We're giving away this Trezor hardware wallet. I think it's 100 bucks. I don't really know how much it costs, but it's around $100. But more importantly than that, you'll be able to keep all of your cryptocurrency safe, not connected to the Internet. You can put this you know, in a safe in your house and your digital assets will be secure and no one will be able to steal them from you unless they have the password to your safe. So don't give out the password to your safe. But without further ado, I have the question that will win you this Trezor Hardware Wallet. To play this game, you have to be following us on Twitter and subscribe to that Benzinga Crypto YouTube channel. But without further ado, how many words are there in a seed phrase? In what seed phrase? It's different for... Yeah, there's different it? ones. I thought it was always the same. No, yeah, there's not, a couple different not. ones. <clears throat> I don't want to ruin it, but... Yeah, some of them use okay, more than others. Question, I thought the answer was 12, um, but bad question. You could say like what are, what are the ones on the Lightning Network or for Bitcoin or what right, hold, for no, Polkadot? Look, you got a question for us? I got a question. I got a question for y'all. Uh, so, cryptocurrencies are not stored in wallets. Where are cryptocurrencies stored? A technicality. Ready, set, go. I like it. Doo -doo. I don't know what that question means. This I don't know what that, that means. Technically, Trezor and any of these, they store your private keys in your seed phrase, right? But exactly. where? Yeah, there you go. We got an wait, answer. Wait, 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 wait. Does he follow us, though? We got to check before. We can't tell him which one it is. Hadid, if you're not following us. Oh, he is. 
Okay. He's got That's it. Money. This is the winner, Hadid uh, Herrera. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, sorry if I'm not. Shoot me a, a DM on Twitter. Uh, I'll follow you back right now, and, and you can shoot me a DM on Twitter to let me know where we should shift this to. Uh, but congratulations. Cryptocurrencies are stored on the blockchain, okay? So you have your wallet, your, your, your hardware wallet, the thing that Ryan is showing. All oh, I stores, get what you're saying now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all that the uh, hardware wallet stores is the private key, which is needed to unlock your wallet address on the blockchain. So your actual wallet exists on the blockchain. All the cryptocurrencies that belong in it are kept on the blockchain. All of that is recorded on chain and you just get that, that private key uh, to unlock that location on the blockchain. Think about it uh, like your public wallet address is like the location of a mailbox. And what Ryan's holding is the key to unlock the mail from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Wait, Justin M, did he say... He say BC ahead of time. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, but anyways, thank you guys. If you did not win this time, we, oh, we appreciate you one. tuning in. Uh, and we hope you'll come back next time. Stay tuned on Twitter for all of our show announcements, and also subscribe to that Benzinga Crypto channel. Toss that notification bell on, uh, and we won't spam you. We'll be we'll be hidden over there. Mm-hmm. And if you did not win this giveaway, we have another giveaway coming up on the Benzinga Crypto channel. So like Logan said, be sure to subscribe to that. We're probably going to be moving over there actually in about a week. So first stream on there, expect a giveaway. I'm thinking $100 in Bitcoin, maybe $100 in Ethereum. Uh, but we'll be giving away something else for free. So stay tuned for that and be sure to be subscribed to oh, BC Crypto. Oh, dude, I totally, I know. I totally missed this saying. I totally Sneaky missed one. Comment. Wait, does he follow though? Does he follow though? Oh, we might have to give away a couple Frick, things. Man. Now, I, now I feel bad. We might have to make, make might a have to, second place. Yeah, we might here. have to do too. Uh, so sneaky one, I don't see you uh, in my followers, uh, but send me a DM if you are following me uh, and I'll figure out some way to make this right. My bad for missing that. Um, but yeah, we have tons more giveaways coming up, especially when we move over to that Benzinga crypto channel. So if you did not get it this time, then make sure you stay tuned uh, for another chance in the future. We enjoyed you guys coming in today, being so active in the comments, dropping all those tokens for us to take a look at. Uh, We hope we got to yours. If we didn't, uh, make sure you come back next time for another shot uh, and subscribe to Benzinga, subscribe to the channel, and drop a like if you enjoy today's stream. We want to provide value to you guys, the audience out there. That's what this show is all about. So, uh, make sure you stay tuned in the future. Do we have anything else that we could do for the uh, our final? Uh, let's see. We got three minutes left. Cue up moon or bust. Cue up moon or bust. We we just did moon or bust the whole time. Yeah, we but could, we didn't uh, get the intro. Okay, I'll He's play right, the, we intro. Didn't get the intro. Thanks, we could just play yeah, the yeah, intro just play for it. three minutes straight. Let's play it. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. That was sick, bro. You want to see it again? Yeah. Yeah. Even better the second time. Oh, my God. Our viewers are just dropping like flies. (laughs) Run it a third time. All right, should we play Moon or Buzz <laughs> To all three viewers that are still watching, thank you for putting up with our shenanigans. Uh, let's let's do a little bit of, of Moon or Buzz now. That we have run the intro three times. I think that's sufficient to start the game. Ryan, how about you give us a pick for our first Moon or Buzz? <sighs> I don't have any good picks. Let's let's see some in the comments. So the way this game works, if you don't tune in regularly, is we take your altcoins, we look at them. On coin market cap, look at the price movement and the fundamentals of it, and then we give a verdict of moon or bust, whether we think that the coin is the next moon or the next bust. Let's see. We got SHIB. We got VeChain. We do not have any news no. on the VeChain Coinbase listing, uh, but we do have an awesome pit in Brian's arms. Here he is. All right. We got two Shibas. We got one mana. I say we do one of those. <laughs> At least two people in the chat do want to see Shiba. 
I Let's think we just need to, we need to give the viewers what they want. Shiba Inu is That's provocative. Is all about giving the viewers what they want. Shiba Inu is the 19th biggest coin on the market. It has a market cap of 11.4 billion dollars. Somebody, please shoot me in the face. Uh, Shiba Inu cool. is a <laughs> revolutionary DeFi platform with Shiba Swap and and other ways to steal your money throughout every single transaction and give it to the devs who hold the most and take the most of the passive income. So you'll be sitting on it as it slowly declines and sometimes does 10,000% in a week. Uh, but for the most part, if you don't sell the top, you're fucked. Wow, Logan, you're a little sassy today. Yeah. Shiba Inu so Tell much. us how you really feel. <laughs> But, I don't know, man. It, it, Doge can do what Doge has done, and that is beyond – it's almost not even fathomable how Dogecoin was at $0.75 cents at one point this year. I mean, if you look at it, if you know crypto, if you know blockchain space or anything, you understand that – it's all about community. It doesn't matter what the what the thing does. It doesn't matter if it's a scam. It doesn't matter at all. It's it these things can do these amazing feats and get billions of dollars into it just from having good marketing or a cool website or a good Twitter. It's nuts. It's freaking nuts. But that's what how we live. That's what we're in. Here we are. So I, I wouldn't say it doesn't matter at all, uh, especially if you plan on holding this for like through a bear market through any extended period of time. These coins are typically hot for one market cycle, uh, and then very, very few of them will survive until the next one. Uh, we saw Doge ha has been that OG, that survivor so far. Uh, mm -hmm. And to be honest, I expect it to, to be the one that sticks around for the longest. Even Agreed. if ShibaSwap has all this crazy DeFi action going on, there's not... Uh, this, they're not the only ones doing this. They have their TVL is three hundred and sixty million dollars. There's there's way more innovative, way more technically advanced projects that have way more money locked into them. Like if it, if you want to if you want to use ShibaSwap, you have to fully trust that their smart contracts aren't going to be rug pulled. Like you have to be like I wouldn't use it without digging into the code myself first. And, and I don't think that the average person is capable of that. And to be honest, I don't think I even know, would know what to look for. And so like using a, a, a DeFi protocol like this is, is just extremely risky. Uh, and so it, so is it as an investment, but that doesn't mean that the price can't continue to go up. Like Brian said, during the, during the bull markets, the fundamentals don't really matter. So uh, is it a moon or is it a bust Logan? You know, I have to it's stick to, to be on Robinhood. I have to stick to my guns here. I'm going to say the price could be a moon, but the technology, the long term of Shiba is 100% a bust. So I, I'm going to I'm going to give it a moon because Robinhood said that they're going to add it. Weeble's going to add it. Coinbase has already is it's added. Like you know, if it's on these, it's it's very hard for it to to. It's not necessarily too big to fail, but it'd be very hard for it to like you know them for them to get away with stealing anything or it's just it's on too many people's radar you know it's on too many platforms and yeah i think it has some room to grow i don't, don't i'm only talking that, about that the buys community. it there yeah like, don't be the yeah. guy that buys it and, and if, if you don't know whether or not you're that guy you're that guy so yeah you know uh, sheeb's already on weeble that's right so it's i mean Shiba and Shiba Bitcoin ADA and like there's only like seven coins on Weeble and Shiba's one of them. That's nuts. And, you know, I missed out on Dogecoin throughout the last bear market when it was less than a cent. I might have to pick up some Shiba Inu during the next bear market when it goes down 98 percent. Yeah, and just yeah, hold exactly. on to it. You don't mm -hmm. want to be buying it when everyone's talking about it though. That that is like the highest risk time. You want to you want to be buying it. Like I picked up like 20 bucks where it just has a joke right here and I still hold it because it's fun to be along for the ride, you know? But yeah, like, I was below that 10 too. When everyone's talking about it, you, there's a lot higher risk. That's all I got to mm -hmm. say on that. Sure. I mean, that goes with every cryptocurrency out there, but I mean, the, the use yeah. cases and, and fundamentals definitely aren't as good as some of these other projects out there. Uh, it's really hard to tell where the price will go though, especially with Dogecoin and Floki and all these other doggy theme cryptocurrencies really being 
at the center of attention right now. So you do have to manage your expectations. It's already at an $11 billion market cap. So, I mean, potentially it could still four or five X like we saw Dogecoin do. But once you get up to this amount of money, you really do need to start getting institutional investors buying in because this is a huge amount of money. It's no small amount of money that can make a, a cryptocurrency like that pump at this point. Exactly. No, and the like I said, those the people that pick them up, like Robinhood, Weeble, and all those places, they pick them up because they are popular. Because they people, they know people want to buy it. They know it's searching, yeah. yeah. And so it's not that's great, but that gives it a positive, a pro is over a con. It's just it's kind of a crazy time we live in when it comes to cryptocurrency. Yeah, and look, if ShibaSwap is the way that a million people find out about. DeFi and decentralized exchanges, then oh, that's amazing. It. I'll, I'll, I'll mm -hmm. love it for that. But like, I just, I just think that it's too risky. Uh, the anonymous team behind it uh, for something that has eleven billion dollars behind it, like there's zero other evidence of an anonymous team working on the, uh, a protocol with eleven billion dollars. So realize the risk. Uh, we don't mean to hate on it. We, we are happy for everyone in crypto and everyone making gains, learning these valuable lessons. Uh, we could be missing out on opportunities here. Like I said, I have a little bit just to be along for the ride, you know. Uh, but that woof, is what we have to for today. Woof, woof. Uh, if you guys enjoyed the show one last time, I'm going to ask you to smash the like button before we wrap it up. Uh, and also drop a comment letting us know your favorite part about Ryan's sweater. Uh, and we will see you guys. I don't think, do we have a show on Wednesday? Yeah, we do have a show this Wednesday, right? Yeah, we do. All right. The last Wednesday, Wednesday show in the history oh. That's crazy. It's because we're adding all these new shows on the Benzinga Crypto channel. So make sure you check out the other cool stuff that we want to provide to you guys uh, on that channel. But that is all we have time for today. We have gone way over. Make sure you stay tuned. We will redirect you to pre-market prep at close where you can find out how all of your stonks did today. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you guys next time. Don't miss your free chance to tune into Benzinga's very own bootcamp series on November 20th. If you're looking to dive into new concepts and grow your account, this one's for you.